Mindset Podcast. We are your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. Hello. Hello. <laughs> What's happening, man? Just being sleepy, I guess. Sleepy. Yeah. First podcast. Um, so we have we have some great conversations, and I wanted to get you on just to see if we could recreate some of those conversations because I think I think they're fun, and uh, I enjoy them. So it's my show; I can do what I want. So welcome to podcast. Thank you. This is um, this is my son, my oldest son, Thomas. He is also a black belt, first degree, uh, under the same teacher that I have. And um, it's been an interesting journey, I would have to say, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so how long, how long have you been practicing martial arts, you think? Um, I started karate in fourth grade. So that was about... Right. And for the record, you're 19, soon to be 20. So that was about <laughs> a decade ago, yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's yeah, that's crazy to think about. What's it so so my journey is very different because I started on actually not long after you. I mean, we kind of started almost the same time. Pretty much. Just that you started much younger as a much younger right. person than me. I mean, I started as an adult. Um, so my journey was very different, probably probably faster in some ways, but also probably uh slower in some ways maybe even less effective in some ways. Hmm. Have you thought about that before? <laughs> I could see that, I guess. It's easier for children to learn things and grow with them over mm -hmm. time. Yeah, why do you think that is? I guess their skill set just isn't as set in stone. They have, they're supposed to grow into everything, so... Right. The more skills they develop early on, the better, I guess. Right, right. It's a bit of a slower ride, I imagine. Um, not so focused. Do you find? Did you find that when you think back on it, you were like concerned with progressing, or was it just like a place to hang out? You know, it's a place we dropped you off or whatever. I mean, um, was that really it at the beginning? I mean, it, I mean, I know it changed after a while, but. Yeah, early on that was that was basically it. Yeah. But um around like an intermediate level like yellow orange belt, mm -hmm. year or two in, you start to get concerned about like how you're progressing compared to other people mm. who are in your classes and stuff like that and they're also doing karate right alongside you. Some of them being the exact same rank as you, like you move up the ranks the same like at the same time almost. Right. But after a while, that stops mattering. Definitely. Yeah. Why is that, though? Um, you just, I mean, so, like, the farther along you get, the more time there is between each rank. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So, like, probably blue belt, green belt, brown belt. Mm-hmm. When you start to get more matured in your martial arts experiences... Right. You start to like, like you've been doing it a while. You start to feel like, feel like the, like a rank test in particular is for us with our teacher, it's, uh, it's very challenging. So it's a lot more of an inward, uh, journey mm -hmm. and like triumphing through the challenge, but also through the challenge of the, um, overcoming like, uh, mental blocks, like right. that stop you. Yeah, that's kind of my favorite part, honestly. Oh yeah, I think. Um, yeah, when I think about it, I think that's that's probably where you get the most most out of it. You know, the physical stuff is one thing, you know, and I think you definitely have a have an advantage there because you started younger, right? Right. Your body kind of can build into it. Yeah. Versus mine, where it was like 
I had to figure out how to actually accomplish these things, like physically. Um, yeah, sort of a different approach. So let's um, let's talk about your let's talk about your showdown test, your black belt first degree test. That was interesting, right? Yeah, that was. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> so you know, in our school um, where we studied, we have a three day. I, I know. I I think there are some schools that do that too, but but ours is a three day um adventure probably it's a good way to put it it's a good way to put it yeah um what were some of your ex like memories or experiences getting ready for that thing getting ready for it yeah because we did a lot of work together to get ready yes <laughs> um i think getting ready for it that whole year leading up to it is probably the period uh, martial arts wise that I grew the most yeah I definitely feel like mm. yeah I would I would say the same thing yeah because you're, you're you know you don't want to say like that that black belt's the end right because it's not once you've sort of once you've gone through that and you you've achieved that you realize wow there's way more that I don't know than what I think I know right you know well hopefully i mean if you i think if you're worth your salt you know that but um or you learn that but it is sort of a like a huge milestone right it's like a right it's like a thing oh yeah whether it's whether you put it on yourself your teacher puts it on you or like society puts it on you because it's like everybody knows what they know what that rank means you know even people that don't practice anything they know what that rank means you know so you have that existential weight i think gets put on it um yeah what do you think what do you what do you think about dealing with that i mean how did you how do you think you dealt with that would you just roll with the punches or um so it had, gave me a, a lot of anxiety oh yeah personally definitely but we had a whole year mm -hmm. a whole a whole year to prepare in mm -hmm. quotes because I mean, you're, you, you've been preparing since the first time you took karate. Mm -hmm. Like, everything you've learned is helping you. But, like, focusing on the uh, challenge of the black belt test itself, you have a whole year mm -hmm. ahead of time of knowing about it, so you have a lot of time to build up. And in that time, I, I mean, I was very anxious and all that, but I also felt that I was much more prepared at the end of the year than I was at the beginning. Sure, yeah, right. And I felt that the challenge of the black belt test helped me help drive me and propel me forward towards being in a position where I was ready to take the challenge. Yeah. I will say watching you, it seems like in a way, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it, it feels like, and it seems like that year getting ready for it, going through it, maybe a little bit the year after you really found a love for martial arts definitely like i feel that from you i mean I've, you know i we started I, I would take you guys you and your brother i'd take you everywhere but now you kind of like you just go on your own like to the gym i mean the listeners here know that i own a gym um and, it, and our dojo my dojo is inside the gym right um but you'll just go on your own and do things and I don't know many people that will do that. You know, there's a very few, very few people I know will will go and just do something like self-directed on their own. That's like whatever martial arts related, you know, not to mention work out. Like there, there are a lot of people that will work out by themselves, but I mean, what, what was it? What made you, what, I mean, how did you find that? Like, what, where did that come from? Just like, this is what I do now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like I mean, do you carry it as part of your personal identity? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And I think the year that year of preparation for black belt test and then becoming a black belt helped with that because it's like it's I mean, in a like general sense, it's like a being certified at a skill oh, almost uh, like yeah. And any any like skill that's like of that level is becomes a part of your identity. Right. And it shapes you. But I feel like um, 
So my black belt test was, it took place halfway through my senior year Mm -hmm. of high school. And then I feel like the year, my freshman year in college, I didn't really do martial arts that much. But I wanted to do it more because of that, because I was missing out on it, because I did it all the time before. Yeah. And I feel like that helped it a lot, because I now I seek it out more. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it wasn't as available, so now I go out of my way. Yeah. And when I have the opportunity to do it, I need to really get the most out of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel you there. That's for sure. I've sort of myself, I've, I feel that a lot because I do more teaching, teaching and coaching. Then I do more teaching and coaching than I did my own training, getting ready for my own black belt test. Isn't that weird? That is this. That's weird to think about. Yeah. Um, so I I do miss my own training too. Like just the other weekend, we did a a big like outdoor conditioning thing, and that was. I I find that. You know, I enjoy it, like genuinely, deeply enjoy it more than before. You know, because before it was, it was like, I, I like it, but, you know, there's this goal I'm working towards and it's a thing that I need to get through in order to then position myself to get to this goal. So it's like a, just a thing that's in my it's way. a hurdle, yeah. Yeah. Now it's like, not a hurdle. It's like, this is a thing. Yeah, that you I, look forward to it. I want to go right. have fun and do it, even oh, though yeah. it's like painful <laughs> and like most people don't do it, you know, and it just. They think it sucks, and the mentality is not right about it. Well, it does kind of suck. It sucks a lot, but that's <laughs> the point. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's um, let's talk about your test a little bit because that was an interesting weekend. What's something that you remember? So, the first big thing we did, we got there. We we got there Friday morning at four a.m. Yeah, yeah, it starts like 4 a.m. on a Friday. Right. It ends at like 10 or 11 p.m. on a Sunday. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> yeah. sucky things most people won't do. Right. And um, we had, so one of the challenges of the black belt test is that you're supposed to clean the entire dojo. Yeah. And you're supposed to bring all the supplies yourself, and you're supposed to clean it, and you're supposed to cl- clean it in between all of the other <laughs> challenges. Yeah, that's something, so a little they, bit of, yeah, something a little, they don't tell you. Yeah. You're like, oh, cool, I can clean. But they don't tell you. We're not actually going to give you time to clean. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then later on that day, because we get there, and actually it's not later on. It was like probably like two hours later yeah. after we get settled in. Um, we got into the back of a truck, and we drove all the way up to Harbison. Yeah. Uh, forest and we which is like a yeah for people that don't know uh where we are what that is but it's a it's just a what is it it's like a it's a state forest i think yeah i mean it's the it's the woods it's the forest yeah it's It's like trails and river and right miles and miles and miles of hiking trails yeah so sorry and we uh hiked around the perimeter and the um the challenge of it is that we had to stop at set points mm. along the trail and perform a kata and record it and that had that had its own um logistics issues to deal with because <laughs> we only had like one camera and we only had we had one battery and we had a backup battery that was not charged <laughs> so we we got all of our kata recorded like Barely. Yeah. <laughs> like we ran out of battery right at the end of the last one. Whew. Yeah. Can't mess around. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's one of my favorite parts. That was out- that was very fun though. Yeah. Cause we have we hike around Harbison regularly, so it wasn't yes. that bad. Yeah, we do rucks and stuff all the time. Yeah, so, so that that part of it that would have been challenging had I not prepared for that, but yeah. we did prepare for that, so it felt good. Yeah, to do it was that. in your wheelhouse. How do you think the others who who were not used to that sort of a thing fared? You think it was extra painful, or I, I definitely think it would have been extra painful because if if you hadn't like been used to hiking, because yeah. we hiked pretty far, it was probably like fifteen miles something easily. Like that. Yeah, yeah, twelve to fifteen miles, I'm sure, something like that. 
It, mm-hmm. it, I mean, if you don't hike regularly, then it, that sucks. Yeah, the perimeter of Harbison is 12 miles, I think. Okay, yeah. Then They call it a 12-mile 12 12 loop so easily. I mean, it doesn't count the... Yeah, it doesn't count the... All the inside, shortcut, yeah. The shortcuts and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that was a big part. Anything else you remember that stands out? Um, so that I was... have my own that I remember for you, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was the first day. And then the next day is the whole uh, mm-hmm. karate exhibition part of it yeah. where we stand in front of a, ju- uh, a panel of probably like 50 judges. It was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, he, There's he, a lot of people. Yeah, Sensei literally had a, a ring of tables and chairs that went around. And he has a, had a, he's moved into a new school now, but that school was lit. It was big. Yeah, it was pretty. It's pretty it was a, big it's for a karate big school. Dojo yeah. to begin with. It's pretty big for karate school, honestly. All the way around. <laughs> yeah, that easily was, fifty. Is yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did that feel like walking out? Because he has you in that back room, and I'll tell you a story about mine. He has you in that back room, and then he kind of. I know he probably did it the same way. He's like, "You good to go?" or whatever. Right. Let's go. Or he's like, "Get over here." Whatever, and you go out. Like what the hell am I? What am I got? Yeah, I was into? super nervous before that. Yeah. That was that was yeah. where I was the most nervous. Me too. That moment right before where it's like I, like right before it. Me too. I hadn't done anything yet. Yeah, that was very stressful. So mine, um, we'd stayed up all night basically. If I, and I might even be getting my timeline messed up here, but I'm pretty sure we were. This was the night we were up, uh, working on the mats. They weren't going back down quite right. The you know all the mats on the floor. One of the things that you do is you you pick them all up and clean under them and put them back right. So that was our first assignment, and I don't think we got through it, but um, we're still working into the night. And then we had another big. I say big. It was like ten o'clock that night. You know, um, have this other assignment. This I mean it's it's a big one. It's like go, you know, do construction basically. Um, so we do that. I mean, it's like all night. So we're up maybe like a couple hours of sleep. And, um, the, you know, the next day comes. It's like whatever time. I don't even remember what time. You know, he, He's like, I know he's coming in soon to come get us. And I, and I thought I was slick. I had. Um, so one of the things you do is uh, you bring food. I mean, you have to eat right. and drink. So you bring food and water the last three days. And you have a, a cooler. You can get a cooler, pretty much whatever size, but, you know, a cooler. You don't want a too big one because you might have to move it around. But right. you have a cooler that you bring. And I had all my stuff in there. But I thought I was slick because I knew that we wouldn't have, like, chairs, you know, because that would be too comfortable. So I got one that I could sit on top of. It was like the lid was like a chair. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm sitting on top of this thing, you know, just getting ready. And um, I'm exhausted already i know i have like i mean how long it's like another 12 hours of like the entire day it's like sunrise well past sunset yes you're working on the exhibition part you're talking about and he's like he comes in he's like all right man you ready let's go and and i go to stand up and both of my legs completely like cramped like from from hip to ankle just a just totally and I, i couldn't get up like I was like halfway between getting up and I couldn't move and and I'm like uh and uh, like I don't know if you've had cramps before these were like yeah. debilitating and um because I clearly wasn't drinking enough water but um I'm like and he's like what's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what I was like I was like nothing and like just started moving and just like just forced myself through oh, cramps man. and just walk and then got walked it off by the time I got out there but like literally walk on the floor and I'm I'm shaking, but not because I'm nervous. Like because my legs were literally locked up. Um, I mean I was nervous too, but right. that was my like, how are we gonna get out there? This is crazy. Um, <laughs> you know, there's like thirty or forty people like just waiting for you yeah. to mess up. But <laughs> yes, they were like sharks, sharks yeah. swimming around their prey. They're just waiting for you to mess up. <laughs> so um. <laughs> So what about you? You just you just remember being nervous and going out there. Yeah, I mean, me and the other 
contestants, I guess I'll call us candidates. Maybe candidates. Word, yeah, yeah, that's a better word. We're like pseudo strategizing, trying oh. to figure out like like what 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 are we gonna do? Like what what do we have to uh, do? Okay. Like just trying to figure out like what is gonna <laughs> what what are we about to do and right. like what can we do right now to. I mean, there's not like much you can do other yeah. than think about it. Yeah. What can we do to get ready? But yeah, and that's interesting because I think as a human being, uh, that's doing something that's important to you, and you're doing something you care about, you you become like hyper focused on like preparing for the next like ten minutes. Right. It's kind of a weird thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. All you care about is like. The next room, how am I going to, what's going on in there and how do I get ready for it? I need to know what's, it's like, just chill. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you, I mean, what do you think? I mean, do you think you've kind of gotten to a point personally where, you, you know, going, going through that, now you're kind of like, I can just sort of like just relax almost? Definitely. And, and just kind of deal with things as they come instead of fixating on those moments right before they come. Right. I do feel like that. I, I feel a little bit less stressed. Yeah. About things coming in the future. Yeah. It's funny how putting yourself in a situation like that or a super stressful, physically stressful too, m- moment yeah. can, can sort of outfit you to deal with stress later. I think it's, it seems like most people live their lives just trying to avoid stress altogether right right which i mean that's not that's not a bad way to i mean nobody wants stress so that's something you know you want to deal with all the time but i think seeking it out and overcoming it can really arm you to deal with stress you know right and i feel like it minimizes stress to the point that avoiding it can sort of well, avoiding it can cause more. Dealing with it in that fashion can help you avoid it as well because <laughs> you don't have – sometimes you won't even have that feeling if it's something that would have previously stressed you out, but you've done it so many times. Right, right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, don't run from your right. problems. Because, like, performing a kata in front of, like, one other person is nothing if you've had to perform – if you've gone through that black belt test and you've had to perform it in front of 50 <laughs> right. people. Yeah. It's funny. You go from, yeah, you go from like. We're all critical. Yeah. They all have their own opinions. Yeah. And they all do things slightly differently. Yeah. Yeah. That's a hard one to, to overcome. Yeah. Cause the, the, you know, the words I remember are, you know, hey, there's 50 people in the room. You have to make them all happy. Yeah. How the hell do I do that? You did, though. <laughs> you did. I mean, it's kind of crazy, right? It is. It's very because they're not responding, feeling. and I think that's a good metaphor for like life because they're not going to respond to the minute details. You know, maybe they do something slightly differently, like maybe they block here at their elbow, but we block up by our ear or something. They're right. not going to. I mean, they may say something about it, but they're not going to like. Oh, you're you failed. You're doing it wrong because it's wrong for me. It's it's the other things that they want to see. They want to see you stand up to that fear and push through it right well most of the time sometimes well, they would <laughs> they would give you they would tell you to do something a certain way that yeah. was not at all the way you'd right. practiced it previously that, that some, it's some like people, a nitpicky detail yeah. and it's like come on some people <laughs> some people are like that for yeah. sure <laughs> yeah i can i can remember who um i will tell you my favorite moment in in me and sensei my our sensei we talk about i talk about this with him a lot as i want to i've never spoken to you about it so if anything, just this show is is cool to just do this. But there was a moment where you were doing push-ups. You probably know what I'm talking about. I do know what I'm what you're talking about. <laughs> you were doing push-ups, and I don't remember how many it was. It was a it lot. Was, yeah, it was something. It was a it bunch. Was, yeah, it was probably like 80. I think it was 80. <laughs> it was a bunch in a row. Yeah. Let's put, yeah, it was a lot. 80, 50 to 80, I don't remember. But um, <clears throat> you had been working out with me you've been doing stuff and and we do a lot of crossfit and stuff and our push-ups are very different like we we work on uh we work on push-ups to build strength so we go all the way down and we go all the way up yeah right and it's like a it's like to build strength it's not to do a large amount of push-ups right it's like pull-ups like right 
people give crossfitters crap all the time because they do like kipping pull-ups well yeah it's not a it's not a strict one strict ones for building strength you're not going to do 50 in a row the strict ones i mean maybe you are you might be awesome but like that's not what it's for you do the kipping ones to do 15 in a row as fast as possible that's why you have that motion it's the same thing we're doing the push-ups to build strength anyway uh you got like i don't know 20 in or whatever and you burned out like because it happens right like your muscles give out because you're you're literally like lifting weights you're you're doing it yes. to whatever and i think the other the other candidates were i don't want to say smarter because it's not the point um they were doing like what you would expect if you were doing a bunch of them kind of just real fast and not all right. the way chest to the floor and back up which is totally acceptable <laughs> yeah it is totally acceptable. and they got theirs done but you were still doing yours and this right. guy <laughs> uh mr taylor is is who we're talking about but this guy pretty scary can be a scary guy he just comes over and he's like standing over you and he's like yelling at you basically like you know what's wrong with you you know why can't you do these these <laughs> other people can do them what's wrong with you you know but you you kept doing it you just did it you didn't like react to him you just kept going and that was one of the moments that i remember and i feel like it was a really pivotal moment that i was witnessing and sort of like flipping that switch and like you know you can't you can't hurt me you can't bother me you know yeah. like it doesn't matter like i don't you you want to do it because you you know you know they're on the panel and stuff but you, you're like i don't really care what you think i'm just right. doing this work i'm doing the work there we go you know and i'll get it done no matter what and it's that that switch that flips i, I felt like i saw it literally flip yeah i i feel like in that moment i kind of like got it i got the the game aspect of it mm -hmm. where it's like it's like in a situation where someone's being super strict on you and they're being super strict on you, not because of any like personal or emotional right. thing at all, but right. it's because they're supposed to give you that pressure and realizing that's it. They're just giving you the pressure yep. just because you're supposed to have pressure and then realizing that's that, that doesn't matter then. Like it doesn't mean anything then. They don't actually care. Yep. And that, that kind of helps you. It's like okay, well then shut up. I don't, like, why are you talking to me then? <laughs> yeah. Yep. In your brain, that's what you do. Right. You just get that tunnel vision and you just do it. Um, yeah. Well, you just stop focusing on it. Yeah. And I, I suppose the, the wrong reaction is to like flip out and why are you yelling at me and stand right. up and walk away? I mean, I've seen people do stuff like that. Cause, cause they're trying to get a reaction right. to make it harder for you because yeah. they're doing that only to make it harder for you. Mm -hmm. And the only solution to that is to not react to them. Yeah. Just get the job done. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is that, I mean, do you, do you think about that or do you think about it just cause I bring it up? It, it does cross my mind occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That was a really cool Yeah. That was a good thing. Um, I remember that. I actually have a picture of that. I was, if I was slick, I'd bring it up, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not that slick, but, uh, yeah. And then, uh, I remember being in the mountains. I think you guys went up to the Smoky Mountains or whatever, and, and we came up there and met you at the end of it. Because this was during COVID. Right. Right? This was, when was this? This was like January. That was the January after COVID. Yeah. So, so January having, 2021. Yeah, I we weren't having big, we weren't having big gatherings you know or anything like that you know because normally we have it's like a bigger gathering of people and stuff we're necessarily doing all that with you know the general public um right yeah i mean we weren't having this group with like 200 people which you know when you when you go through all that usually there's a big party at the end or whatever and we weren't doing that but that was a cool moment too um because i don't know that you knew we were going to be there i did not know <laughs> i had no idea where we we're going yeah when we were so that was Sunday because the the whole like demonstration part of it was Saturday and yeah. then the next day was Sunday and we got up super early and we drove all the way up to the Blue Ridge Parkway somewhere. I yeah. have no <laughs> idea where we went and we just got off the uh, parkway and went into the woods a little bit and we were supposed to dig up a uh, 
time capsule. Yep. Yep. And then put something in it and then bury it. Yeah. And it was very deep underground. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I put that there. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was very deep. It was it was a whole person deep. Made sure it was a person's height deep. It was down there. Oof. Yeah. Um Yeah, so it's a cool experience. Um I kind of I kind of feel sorry for people who don't have an experience like that on a certain level. You know, they haven't I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like while it's it's long and it's painful and it's scary, it's a super positive experience right. when you get through it. Like I don't know that I've you know it's I feel like it's something everyone should kind of go through, you know, in one one fashion or another. Yeah, help you really, help you really grow, you know, personally. Yep, overcoming a large physical, but also maybe a, an emotional obstacle at the same time. Yeah, it's important. I think maybe that's why you know people seek out things like Spartan races and yeah, definitely go ruck events and things. I think I think that's why people seek that out because they they want that they want that obstacle to overcome. You know, and it's, it's a good one because it's not, it's not a, um, you know, it's not like, uh, it's not like actual war. You know what I mean? Cause I could, I could imagine that is not, that's a negative experience. <laughs> you know, right. you know what I mean? That you turn positive, you know, that's not a, it's not on the same level. It's like, that's really bad. <laughs> this is not, you know, we're putting ourselves in this position. We're, we're allowing, this to happen to us. Um, so it's, you know, it's positive at the beginning. I think, I, I think, I think people should seek something like that out. I mean, we've done several Spartan races together and you definitely get a similar vibe. I would say. Yes. It's very um, similar. Yeah. And you get, and you get different scales of them too, for different types of people. Yeah. Yeah. The beast was, we did, um, it was last year, last year. Yep. We got the trifecta. Um, what'd you think of that experience? That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, we need to do that again in 2023. A little too late this year because it's like November. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so trifecta. If you haven't done a Spartan race, it's uh, three of the Spartan races uh, every. I suppose they have the other ones. They have like like stadium ones that count as like three, one of the three, but it's the. Okay. But the sprint, the super, and the beast. I don't remember the, I won't get it right, but it's like. Five miles, ten miles, and fourteen miles, or some something. Maybe I'm K's miles. I don't know, but some distances, and then yeah, um, you know, you collect all three for the year. You have to complete them. But um, but that beast was definitely hard. Um, where did we do that? I don't remember where we did that. Was that Asheville Mountains? Was that the Beast in the Mountains? Yeah, yeah, it was. Oof, yeah, it was cold. Yeah, I remember your your brother was deathly cold at the end of that. He's freezing at the end of it. Well, he's kind of a kind of a kind of a crazy man because he's like dump jumping back through the water several times. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, once is enough. Kind of did it to yourself a little bit. Mm -hmm. But that one is so long that you have to you you have to eat a sandwich in the middle of it. Like you need food. Yeah. You need to refuel. You know, halfway through that thing, or you're not going to make it. And that's that's a long way. <laughs> It is, yeah. Um, compared to the other ones. Grueling. Yeah. And I feel like they go from, like, sprint to, like, the super. You can kind of get through the super. Like, you can get through the, you could get through the super with only, like, one or two water stations they have. You don't have to bring water with you. But that beast, you have got to bring water for yourself, like a water backpack, and you've got to bring food. Like, yeah. you're not going to make it if you don't do that, <laughs> in my opinion. I mean, I'm sure there are humans that do that, and they don't bring anything. You see some of those hardcore people, but that is not me. That's, uh, I'll pass. <laughs> uh, all right. So that was cool. There's a lot of, so that's a little background, I guess. Yeah. Um, how do you feel like all of that helps you or hinders you or whatever, whatever your opinion is with your life now? Like you're, you're a student in college. 
Um, How do you harness that? I mean, I feel like it's been those experiences and those like the challenges and then the solutions to those challenges that you come up with. I feel like going through all of that, it has helped me um, in college because it's like the black belt test in particular was so it was so physically demanding and then so uh, mentally demanding because when we were um, uh, doing all of our karate, because we did literally everything we know, we demonstrated it. Multiple times. Yeah, and it it had to be correct. It had to be correct. And that was very mentally exhausting and then also very, like, spiritually exhausting. (laughs) To say the least. That was probably where I was most tired. Yeah. Very exhausting. And I feel like that sort of, uh, like, exhausting you on, like, so many levels. And then going through that and triumphing through that, I feel like that makes everything that you do that's less than that in the future easier. Yeah. And then I can kind of see that same thing played out in smaller aspects whenever I do other smaller tasks. Mm -hmm. Like, so we had to write one of the requirements in order to take the black belt test is we had to write a 20 page essay Mm -hmm. and that that was very time consuming because it wasn't like a research paper. It was like our thoughts on karate. Yeah. And that, I think that helped me just in school and in, in general, you know, writing out my ideas and thinking about them. I feel like that helped me out. So like every time I go to write an essay, that's, it's always significantly shorter than that. <laughs> I don't so imagine it's you not, get many yeah, twenty-page so essays assigned to you. So it just it doesn't suck as bad. Yeah, Every, like a lot of stuff just doesn't suck as bad as it did before, and that that definitely feels pretty great. That's cool. Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing, right? You, you, we do so many things in life where we feel like we have to, you know. And it helps me sometimes to reframe. To just remind myself that I, I get to do this. I'm choosing to do this. Right. Right. And if I can do that and I can sort of center myself with like I'm doing this because I want to. Like, like, you know, don't let yeah. it turn into something that is something you don't want to do. I don't I don't know how to do that necessarily other than just reminding myself that like I'm doing this because I want to be here. I chose yeah. to be here. I feel like I feel like uh training karate for so long and then going through with the uh, black belt test i feel like that that period of growth from like starting karate and then finally making it all the way Mm. i feel like that kind of teaches you how to do that because i definitely feel different about martial arts before and after that yeah experience yeah because like early early on and it's like like i am a little kid and i'm just doing it because (laughs) i'm getting dropped up dropped dropped off here after school so it's like it's kind of like I'm not really I'm not really doing it really. Right. And I'm not really doing it for myself and I not don't necessarily want to do it. I'm just kind of doing it. Yep. And that's where a lot of the people, especially kids, I mean they just kind of do it as like a sport like you would do any other sport as a little kid, but like a lot of people quit just in general with all martial arts. They kind of quit after a while cuz they don't want to do it anymore. Right. And there's a lot of reasons to that. Some are more valid than others, but I feel like Ultimately, it's finding something that you want to do so much that you're willing to go through this big, like jump over this big hurdle and then realizing that you jumped over that big hurdle. And I feel like now every time I do martial arts, it's it's just it's just such there's such joy with doing it every Mm -hmm. time because it's like I'm not doing it because I have to. Like the feeling of like going to karate class before and after the white belt test definitely has changed. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean it yeah, it's more of a I don't know, it's more of like you just I think maybe you're just sensitive to the fact that it is a journey. You know, that you're still on. You're lucky enough to still be on. And you know, like I was kind of cuz yeah, cuz you have this target. Your black belt, whatever, it's your target. You work on that for so long. You know, a year's a long time. 
yeah to prepare for something like it's just out there over your head and people are reminding you like i got to the point where i would see someone and be like ready like <laughs> yeah that stop was... talking to me about this like i'm you know <laughs> i got it i saw I you it. yesterday yeah. yeah you said this yesterday i'm the same person like <laughs> <laughs> all i did was sleep between yesterday and today stop asking me that question um but you work and then you know you, you get through it and you're you're done and you're like oh i'm not done right like there's there's so much like i i don't know I'll, i don't know everything like most of the things i don't know like there's yeah. so much um left out there to experiment with to even the things that i've learned like i don't even understand them you know like like there's just so much to unpack there's so much to do and like wow you know you kind of want to get started on that yeah you know and oh yeah like uh it's cool yeah it's like the pressure's still there but it's not the same because it's more like you're just now you're like a scientist you know almost it, like yeah, i, I imagine like, like that like a scientist looks at you know science like figuring just figuring stuff out like that's kind of that's where i am with it you know my own personal thing so you've you've helped i mean you you taught you worked there you worked at the dojo we trained at you were an employee and then you were you know you taught there and all that stuff and you've also been you've been helping me teach and like before you went uh, away to college you helped me a lot teaching what's your thoughts on teaching others just the other night you were teaching a friend of yours i was watching you what's your thoughts on that i feel like teaching in general teaching a concept is probably the most the best way to uh further your understanding of it because mm -hmm. so since i've been teaching karate i've gotten better at teaching which helps me explain things to other people yeah just in general and then also has helped me deconstruct what I'm teaching because learning something for the first time and then teaching something for the first time are so different because you need to figure out like what you need to tell them. You <laughs> yeah. need to figure out yeah. like if you actually know the concept enough to be able to teach them yeah. because you can't teach them everything about a, a concept as much as you want to. You just don't have the time to do it. Well, they can't comprehend it right. in, in that moment. Right. Like they're not ready for all the information. And then as you teach, it's this process of like, like you notice another thing that like they specifically need help on. And then you realize how to deconstruct that specific detail that they need help on. Yeah. And then that clues you into another smaller detail. <laughs> and so it's this like explorative yeah. process where yeah. you're like, you're finding something and then you break it apart. Yeah. And then you feed them pieces of it. And you break those pieces of, apart and you feed them pieces of that. Yeah. And it's like learning how to do that, like fluidly. That process helps you put it back together and apply it much better. I've found that that is harder than actually learning it from someone else the first time, in my opinion. Like for me, that's that's harder, more difficult than actually just being in a room and learning it. Because <laughs> at least you know you're learning it. You're just like, oh, I'll do that, and then just go practice that until you. Right. They're telling you you're not doing it wrong anymore. You know, you just keep going. But to, to, yeah, to like have this, like, okay, I got, I have to, this person has a goal and I have to help them reach this goal. And then how do I do that? Like, right. and, and not only that, but like be responsible <laughs> for that person <laughs> yeah. getting to that goal. That's a whole nother thing, too. Like, yeah, that's a lot of weight. It is. I mean, if you care about what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but it definitely feels, I, I definitely enjoy that aspect much more. Yeah. And I definitely, it definitely changes the way you think about specifically martial arts, but also in general. Like whenever someone teaches you a new martial arts concept, now I kind of, there's, I understand what they're doing when they're teaching it to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it, and I, I'm, and I'm now I'm when I learn something new, I'm not just focused on doing it. I'm focusing on understanding it. Yeah. 
Yeah, because you're like I'm probably gonna have to tell somebody else at some point. Right. I'm I'm probably gonna yeah, I'm <laughs> probably gonna have to teach this to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> how how are they teaching it? Why are they teaching yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. What are they messing up on in teaching it? How do I know that? All these different details. Mm-hmm. So this is something I wanted to bring up. I don't have a ton more things unless you do, but um, you started, and there's a lot of people, right? And you got close to the end. You know, you got your last cue or, or, or rank before you, you know, you're invited to test. And there were people there who were going to test with you. And we were help. We were helping some of them to try to get ready and stuff. Um, and then they they didn't do it. Yeah, man, they quit completely. And I'm not picking on those people in particular, but that that if we're comparing it to that same feeling of being in your car and being like, man, why am I going in here? Or I don't want to, and that whatever makes you pushes you to actually go in there and do it versus those people. How do you? What do you think about that? I mean, how did you overcome that versus those people that just couldn't get there? I feel, I mean, I'm glad that you brought that up because I definitely feel like, I feel like experiencing like a lot of close friends quit karate. Yeah. And so I go from hanging out with them all the time because I see them mm-hmm. at, I hang out with them after school for like five hours or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. Forever. Yeah. Like, for your entire life, yeah. basically, to that point. For, yeah, for, like, a decade. And then yeah. they quit, and now they don't come here at all. And now I only, see since. Yeah, yeah. I only see them in school. And yeah. then I've graduated, and I don't see them at all. Yeah. And it's, like, it's pretty heartbreaking. Right. But it's, like, it's, I don't know, it's just, like, feeling that. And then it's, like, I don't know, kind of, because it's kind of, like, you get to a point and you have to decide. It's like when you're when you're doing karate or you're doing any martial art and you get to that point. For karate, there's a couple of points in karate, but the main one is like black belt because yeah. for us in particular because of the test. Well, yeah, but it, it should it takes be the... it takes full commitment. So if you're not fully committed at that point, you have to quit. Yeah, because it does take full commitment mm-hmm. to continue, and it takes full commitment regardless because it takes full commitment to continue doing it your whole life. Otherwise, you'll right. eventually quit. Right. But I feel like experiencing that before my black belt test and then going through my black belt test mm-hmm. it's like there's no going back now like i'm i've already committed to doing martial arts for the rest of my life i'm not going to go back on it anymore right. but then thinking back to like people quitting and it's like i mean there's not necessarily any shame in that shame in that because they have right. their own lives and they priorities have, are different and they grow apart people grow apart yep and then it it's just like just that, just that. No feeling. words. Yeah, just because yeah. it it does suck to feel that, and it's like there's not really anything you can do about it. Because like teaching people, you have that feeling, like you're putting stuff into them, and then they have to reciprocate in order for anything to happen. Because you can, because <laughs> you can work as hard as you want teaching someone, yeah. and then they have to reciprocate equally in order to get an equal result. Yeah, they have to. Yeah. So if they don't. If they don't want to do it anymore, then they're not going to do it. You can't make them do it. Yeah. You, yeah. No matter how much you put into them, they're not going to yeah, continue. Yeah. They're either going to do it or not. Yeah. And just that that feeling is like, I don't I don't want to do that because I've already put so much effort into something that I do genuinely enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I don't want to quit it. Yeah. And quitting means not going to class. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, why does it take so long to understand that? <laughs> you know, it's painful. It's painful to watch too. When yeah. You have students that quit. Cause, cause you're watching someone spend so much time working towards a goal and ultimately to fail. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it hurts to witness that. To fail by choice. Yeah. Which is what makes, I think what makes it kind of even worse. You know, you're like, yeah. you, cause Doing not doing something is also a choice, right? You're choosing not to do it, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? It's like like when you're you're in a situation and you you know you need to speak up to maybe defend someone or whatever. Not speaking up is also a choice, right? Right? It's also a so you're you know there's no you know there's no reason, but 
people just they don't dig it anymore or whatever they do i don't know um it's definitely painful i could see that from i mean i had some some people that did i yeah there were some people i started with that didn't didn't kind of get there you know i don't know that i was as close to any of them but um i suppose maybe it's a little different uh, it's not really because i teach adults it's the same shit <laughs> it's the same shit right it's funny though but yeah but you don't hold any you don't hold any hard feelings towards no. them you just kind of no. you're just kind of like oh well i mean ultimately i wish they had continued because it yeah. would be pretty cool right but it's it's whatever it they, what it i is. can't control them so yeah it's probably some very valuable lessons there too in terms of how you deal right. with, uh, deal with other people I've learned over the years to not um, to never overestimate someone and to never underestimate someone. Because it's usually the people that I've I've seen. It's usually the most talented and the people that the things come to the most easily. They're usually the first to quit. And it's, that makes sense. It's usually the ones that are somewhere in the middle. Some you know. I don't want to say it's the ones that struggle the most, but it's the ones that you know they have to work for it. Usually the ones that that I've seen have stuck with it, you know, because I think maybe they maybe they value the the effort they've put out more right. than if it just if it just seamlessly comes to you and you're just naturally talented. Um, and that's awesome. That's a gift, you know. It's like, man, you, it's kind of a shame that you're not seeing this through, you know. Like, yeah. Like, man, but um, but it's yeah. not. It it won't be as valuable to you if you don't put in as yeah, much right? effort. Yeah. I know, and I'm right. often like, could you imagine how awesome it would be? Right. <laughs> but oh well. Oh well, it's like you said, you can't control yeah. it. Any um any last thoughts or anything? Ring up, you good? Yep. Cool. This has been fun, man. This has been, been fun. Fun talking through. We've never, I mean, of all this stuff, when we talk about that, like one offs, you know, like whatever. But um never like sat down and had a a straight up conversation about those things and uh i've enjoyed that i've enjoyed getting to know your thoughts and feelings um, i've enjoyed this too. Things. good awesome so we'll check in again in another 10 years <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes um well thanks man yep thanks for having me